Hey, pass the syrup, would you? My pancakes are dry. Do you know that there is a rising international demand for maple syrup? And between that and a drop in production last year, that's created a global shortage of maple syrup. Don't, don't, don't bogart the syrup. I'll get, give me the syrup. Uh, but Quebec's strategic reserve is about ready to hold the line. <clears throat> Quebec produces, did you know this, 73% of all the maple syrup in the world. 73% of all the maple syrup in the world comes from Quebec. So the Quebec Maple Syrup Producers, uh, which is an organization that governs the provincial maple syrup supply, says it's going to release 22.7 million kilos of maple syrup from its strategic reserve. The strategic reserve of maple syrup in Quebec. Now, me, personally, I, I got a lot of connection to maple syrup. Don't, don't, don't stay with me now. My mom uh, is from northern Ontario, and my mom's family had a, a sugar bush, that's what we called it, maple syrup uh, uh, area there. We, we Each, right around Easter, every year, we would go up there, and I would work. Um, yeah, I was young, so I didn't do that much work, but I would go, I'd collect the syrup and the t- or the sap, get for the sap from the trees and the buckets, and then you'd take it and you'd boil it and... We did it old style out in the cabin in the woods. So I love me some maple syrup, and I love me some maple syrup stories and some science behind it. My next guest knows a lot about maple syrup. He's the former director of Cornell's University Sugar Maple Research Field Station, which is near Lake Placid, New York. And he is the CEO of New Leaf Tree Syrups, which sells some of the fanciest-looking maple syrup that I've ever seen in my life. Uh, Michael Farrell, welcome to the program. Well, thanks for having me. Uh, give me a sense of what what happened last year to put demand or or put supply down. Is it is this a crisis of actual production of maple syrup? Uh, it's not a crisis, um, but it, we did have much less maple syrup produced than we normally would. Uh, throughout the industry, the sugar content in the sap um, coming right out of the tree was lower, uh, significantly, maybe thirty percent lower just coming out of the trees to begin with. And then the season was short. So we had a really warm spring, ended the season very early for a lot of producers. And so between the low sugar content and the shorter season because of the early spring weather, uh, we wound up with uh, a lot less maple syrup harvested last year than than in a typical year. My understanding, though, is that the two previous years before last year were kind of bumper crops, though? Yeah, we had had great production uh, the previous year years um and, and maple syrup production has been rising and yields have been up for, for for quite a while um it's been about 10 years since we had you know a really bad crop just like we had last year so um so the federation of maple syrup producers in quebec they have a reserve where you know when you when you have good years and we make more than we need for a given year they you know pasteurize it store it in drums in a, in a big warehouse and uh, that's there to be able to supply the market when you know, eventually there's going to be a bad year. You know, it's, it's just mother nature. You have you, know, you take the good with the bad. In some years, uh, you're just not going to have a good harvest. And so, so that reserve it, there. Go ahead. Uh, sorry, I, I think I was you were about to answer my question. So that reserve is there to kind of even out the price fluctuations that would come with a changing supply. Uh, price and, and just availability. So right. Um, before the Federation um, did this, there might be, uh, you know, a bumper crop one year, and so uh, the market's flooded, and there's 
tons of syrup there and you know, drop in prices. And then there'd be another that's year delicious. where there's not enough syrup and, you know, store shelves are empty and the price is high. And you know, that's not good for anybody. So, um, so the Federation, they've done a good job with this reserve of, you know, storing the syrup um, from the good years and, uh, you know, releasing it when, when we need it to make up for a shortfall. What what's the overall research say in terms of production? You mentioned that it is increasing. Is that because there are uh, more producers coming online? What, what's what's behind the? Oh, it's a yeah, a com- combination of factors. There's there's more producers coming online. Existing producers are adding more trees to their operations, and the amount of syrup that you're getting from each tree is also going up because of advances in technology. That allows us to get more sap out of the trees in a more environmentally friendly way and actually less harmful way to the tree. I can, I can so imagine it's it's no longer about you know having your eight or nine year old nephew come to, to your sugar <laughs> bush and, yeah. and spilling yeah. it on the ground instead of getting the bucket <laughs> into the in, into the yeah. drum. Uh, a lot of people still do that for fun. It is a lot of fun and it's a great thing to do, um, but. You know, the vast majority of maple syrup produced comes from, you know, large farms that use a, a tubing system to collect the sap uh, all to a big collection tank, which is just a lot more efficient. Um, it's the only way you can do it commercially. Right. What's the, what's the future for the industry considering uh, climate change and a, and a potentially warming climate? Well, you know, last year was uh, an indicator that, you know, when you have, you know, a very warm spring, um, it can you know, cause the season to end early and not get as much yield. You know, conversely, the warmer winters, we're seeing, you know, a lot of producers making syrup in, you know, January or February, whereas it used to only, you know, start in March or sometimes April on a really cold year. And so overall, we're seeing more sap flow days because of um, the warmer winter temperatures. So, and yields are the highest they've ever been. You know, most people tried to make, you know, basically a liter of syrup per tap. You know, a long time ago, back when you were doing it, that was the goal, get a liter of syrup for every tap hole you put out. And now people basically strive to get two liters per tap hole. And so because of technology, because we're able to take advantage of the warmer weather in the winter, um, yields are actually, you know, except for last year, generally going up. Well, Michael, it's just been absolutely fascinating. Um, and like I say, I love me some syrup and I love me some syrup stories. I appreciate your time today. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you. That is Michael Farrell, who is uh, the former director of the Research Center at Cornell's University uh, Research Center, which is near Lake Placid, and he is the co-founder and CEO of New Leaf Tree Syrups. You can actually get single varietal Syrup. It was I. I went on there today. I was just. I blew me away. I hadn't really thought about syrup as in that in that kind of way before because I just get it in jars from my mom. <laughs> hey, we we went up north. We brought you some syrup.